This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. How is everybody doing? Happy Monday, I guess. Monday, January the 16th. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Some of you not at the office today. But hey, we're here. We've got two hours ahead on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Tickets Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial. And then also online at 953theticket.com. You can... Take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and then searching for KNEA. Also, if you would like to shout at us today, that's always easy enough. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can also shout at us on social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place we're located. And then I'm on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can use the hashtag WDRZ to check in on today's KavanaughCars.com question. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by producer Alex Galbraith, who is uh, already busy answering the phone lines today, 1201, and you guys are already wanting to weigh in. Uh, But uh, Alex is here with us. He'll be producing for hour one. We'll catch up with him here in just a moment. Busy, busy, busy sports weekend. Great sports weekend, especially for the NFL faithful. Man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, let's look at some local news and notes, though. Of course, Arkansas State men's basketball over the weekend played Southern Miss to a halftime tie Saturday at First National Bank Arena. But the Red Wolves could not keep pace with the Golden Eagles and lost by the final score of 74-57. to A-State led A- Avery Felt, excuse me, led A-State in scoring with 15 points. We'll hear some audio from Mike Bellotto later. Meanwhile, Saturday, the A-State women's basketball team dropped an 89-55 decision on the road at Texas State. Three Red Wolves finished in double figures, led by Kia Patton and Anna Griffin with 13 points apiece. Audio from Coach Destiny Rogers coming up in the second hour of the program. Uh, Also, tonight, fans can hear the latest on A-State basketball at Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Coaches... Bellotto and Rogers will be out and about answering your questions. We'll also have some special player guests with them as well. The show begins at 6 and can be heard on 107.9 KFI. Also over the weekend, 15th ranked Arkansas lost at Vanderbilt 97-84, to the final there. And in today's action, Memphis Grizzlies are going to be looking for their 10th straight win as they host Phoenix at 5 o'clock. We're not going to have coverage of that game for you because we're going to be airing that wild card game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Pre-game coverage starting up about 645 kickoff for that one at 715 right here on the ticket. want to welcome in Alex to the program as he's already been busy on the phone. You doing all right? Hey, doing good. Doing good. Had a pretty solid weekend and uh, ready to tackle this one now. Okay. Okay. Full Full speed ahead. Uh, here this week. Hey, uh, let's throw out the KavanaughCars.com question before we go to the Right Fiber Hotline and check in with Miss Lisa. And it's look, it's Monday. Don't overthink it. I certainly didn't overthink it on the question of the day. I want to know who you feel like was the biggest winner of the sports weekend, whether that was 
an individual player or a team or a fan base. You can go whatever direction that you want to go with that. And I'd uh, love to hear your answer today. Again, don't don't overthink it. I'm trying not to think at all, but we'll see how that works out. Miss Lisa is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'll say this. It wasn't Arkansas or ASU. We both know that. I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence. Okay. And I watched every game, and I still cannot believe that. He looks like a ninth-grade junior high football player still yet to me. But, boy, did he not look good yesterday. My days are so mixed up, and my Cowboys play tonight, so maybe I won't be completely out of my mind. What I called about, Kara, and I'm sure you've read it, me and Ryan, or Alex, excuse me, were discussing it, Mm -hmm. how sad it was. You know, when we played Alabama, he was pretty darn good. And that was about a week, week and a half to go, claiming somewhat to have ankle troubles, and I think there was a little bit of cover-up. He didn't want to be on, I don't know, that's me throwing this in, the murder. Yeah, Darius Miles was was the yes. Alabama basketball player's name that was that was arrested and charged with capital murder on Sunday. And according... Uh, to what we were discussing just then, the shots, and on what I heard, were repetitive just over and over and over and over, and the police haven't released a lot of the stuff yet, but it appears that it might have been a, um, y'all have to help me with my words, I'm still in that kind of therapy from this stroke mm-hmm. with machine gun machine gun all over a, a disagreement and pulled up beside her in the other car and just blew her away now even though we didn't have nothing to do with it because we cannot we all every school has something at some time or another that happens you can't babysit these students but are we gonna have to have a background check a czar or maybe they could miss it i don't know but um this this is terrible it is do you agree or not agree i I mean ultimately look players players make their own even if they are young adults they are still adults and and they know the consequences of their action and you can't handhold after a certain point in time. You know, there there are players who have came from great situations and not taken advantage of that. There are players that have came from, you know, tougher backgrounds and been able to, to thrive and put that behind them. You can't, yeah. so you can't just have kind of some, some evaluation, um, some blanket evaluation when somebody, somebody, comes on your campus and and judge them for their past now are there i mean how in the world do you even prepare for something like this is is, i don't know because even even if there were troubling moments in this 
young man's background. And I don't know. I don't know anything about Darren Miles, Darius Miles, excuse me. I don't know anything at all about his background. But even if there, I don't either. Even if there are, there are people who have troubled backgrounds all the time and are able to put it behind them. And, and don't go out and kill other people. I just, when I read about it, heard, first I heard about it, and I thought, I don't know about this, because I hadn't heard a word, you know. And then I Googled it, and I just couldn't hardly, you know, I just couldn't hardly believe it. I thought, I, I think it, I've heard and saw it all over a disagreement. What would have happened if they had really gotten a big fight? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I had something I was going to add to it, and it's got me shook up. It don't take much anymore to shake me up because I just, I can't get it off my mind. My husband said, you're going to have to quit thinking on it. But how do you quit thinking about something like that? Yeah, a young woman tragically lost her life for no reason whatsoever. For no reason. And it could have been you, and it could have been me. I don't know what the disagreement was about. We have no, we don't know yet. But anyway, now they say, you know, even though Nate Oates didn't have a thing to do with it, he may go ahead if offered, and I heard he has been, take the Texas job just to get away from the situation. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to start over clear. Well, anyway... Thank you for taking my call, and we got to do something to get Arkansas and ASU a win if it means paying the rest. I'm getting tired of this. I'm uh, I'm with you there. We let's start up a GoFundMe and see if we can well, we can start get... it up. I'll contribute <laughs> first. I'm tired of this bull. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Miss Lisa. It was you know in a couple different instances. Uh, a bit. It, it was not all great news coming out of the sports weekend. Yes, there were some great NFL games. Yes, John Morant turned in the, the dunk of the year. Yes, we got to uh, host a Cardinal Caravan, and we'll touch on those uh, throughout the program. But you had, you know, the the shocking news, the, the stunning news out of ba- Alabama. Again, with Darius Miles arrested, you had the um, unfortunate heartbreaking, heartbreaking news out of Georgia where an offensive lineman, Devin Willick, and also one of their recruiting staffers, Chandler LaCroix, passed away in a car crash Saturday night in Athens. Also had a, a couple of players um, that were injured in that accident. Uh, just, it's a tough weekend. Tough weekend. Uh, we are asking you today, there's no good way to, to transition out of, out of tough topics, but... Um, we are about to take a break. Our first break here this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Our question for you today, who is the biggest winner of the sports weekend? We'll let you think about it while we step aside. The Right Fiber Hotline will be open during the break at 930-3776. And Miss Lisa already said it. It was not Arkansas. It was not Arkansas State. We'll recap the, the men's loss when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. It's a brand new year, and Local Tire and Wheel wants to pay you. In January, Local Tire and Wheel will give a $50 Walmart gift card to every customer that gets four new tires with their six-month same-as-cash deal. So we survived the holidays, and there's no doubt that the strain of buying Christmas gifts can cause some pain in your pocket. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is extending their Christmas gift giving. Get four brand new tires for your ride, six months same-as-cash, and Local Tire and Wheel will give you a $50 Walmart gift card. So you get new tires today and peace of mind with road side assistance and local tire and wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget with no credit check and everyone approved and in january every single customer who takes advantage of local tire and wheels six months same as cash deal will receive a 50 dollars walmart gift card it's like they're paying you to get new tires six months same as cash payments to fit your budget no credit check and everyone approved local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm en Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a Call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragool. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive through is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. 
This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex with you for this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. If you're like me, it is always a little bit more difficult to get the gears turning on a Monday, especially when it is a gray day like we're seeing today. Really windy out there, by the way. But just kind of gray, a little dreary, but, but here's this positivity for you. Sunset is going to happen tonight at 513 p.m. Now that's still kind of early. In fact, if you stick around too late after work, you're going to get home and and it's going to be dark. But that's 15 minutes later than the sunset was on January the 1st. By the time we get to February the 1st, it's going to be on five at at 530. So slowly but surely, at least on days when the sun is out, (laughs) we're getting just a little bit more of, of that sunshine in our day. So in no time at all, It'll be time for uh, for the time change, and uh, maybe it won't be quite quite so doom and gloom. But uh, today, just kind of going to have to grin and bear it. We've got an easy KavanaughCars.com question for you, because I don't want you to have to think too hard today. Just want to know, who is your biggest winner of the sports weekend? Across everything that happened across the sporting landscape, what was your favorite story? Who had the most success? Was it an NFL game? Was it some other situation? I have a, um, well, you know, as Lisa said, Trevor Lawrence. I have a biggest loser from that game. Uh, there was a better out oh. there that when the Chargers were winning 27 to nothing, mm-hmm. put down a bet for them to win the game. $1.4 million only to win $11,000. And, of course, we all know the Jaguars came yeah. back. So he lost $1.4 million because the Chargers blew that 27 and nothing lead. How much money do you have to have to be that stupid? That's what I'm saying. You were only going to net $11,000. Like, it's nothing compared to the size of the bet. I just It blows my mind. I mean, do you just have bed sheets that are stitched together $100 <laughs> right. bills? Are your pillows stuffed with 20s instead of feathers? I just can't fat even if I had that type of money, sure. I would never put down that large of a bet. That just blows my mind. Surely that is somebody who inherited their wealth. <laughs> right. Because self made millionaires are typically just not that dumb. Yeah. Ugh. Man. Meanwhile I would just I maybe, maybe if I maybe if I'm feeling, you know, rich tonight, which it was payday over the weekend, maybe maybe I'll drop 10 bucks on Cowboys. You may, yeah, if I'm feeling maybe. generous. Yeah, right. I mean, and maybe is doing a lot of work in this sentence. Right, because yeah. Really, because really, I mean, no, but it's it sounds better if I say, if if we say maybe, at least it's a discussion. I'm the type of guy, and it's like a toxic trait of mine, I'll, I'll get on one of the betting apps, you know, and I'll throw in some parlays, like, like a huge parlay, like 20 legs or something, just to see what the payout would be. Mm-hmm. Do I ever bet it? No, because I don't want to lose 10 bucks because the odds of hitting like 20 legs. But it's nice to dream. It's like, man, I could win 1.5 overnight. Yeah. It's- so basically gambling is like the, the men's version of online shopping where you put all these things in your cart and then you think about it for a second and then you close that browser window before you actually hit buy. You know, that's a great way of putting it. I've never thought of it like that, but that's 
That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. It's nice to dream. It's like, man, I would yeah. love that. But, you know, deep down you're not going to buy yeah, it. You're not going to do it. Put those shoes back. Yeah, right. <laughs> 9303776 is the number to call. Um, we're going to get into some A-State Hoops talk here in just a moment. But there is some uh, portal news for Arkansas State football that I wanted to get into first because it's a little bit of a, a shorter conversation. First things first is is a good news, and it's the fact that Arkansas State did pick up a transfer commitment over the weekend. Uh, linebacker by the name of Gavin Potter, who tweeted out yesterday right before 6 p.m. that he was, quote, 100% committed, hashtag Red Wolves, end quote. So... Uh, that is uh, somebody there that's going to help A-State, you know, boost up its linebacker core just a little bit. Uh, Potter had a good start to his career at Kansas. Uh, he actually, uh, his first year there was in 2019, and he was actually the defensive freshman of the year. Um, honorable mention, all Big 12 in 2019. He played in all 12 games, and he actually started. Uh, in the final eight games of the season, his freshman year, he was fourth on the team in total tackles. Uh, the second year that he was with Kansas was, of course, 2020. Uh, he played, that was a, a reduced season, uh, but he started the last five games of that year. Once again, was fourth on the team in tackles, played in eight of the nine games. And then last year, or excuse me, not last year. Let me <laughs> let me remember what year it is. Uh, in 2021, how's that? In 2021, he, he played in all 12 games for Kansas, third on the team in tackles. He started in 11 games. And then, I don't know what happened after that. Uh, and, and what I mean there is, is, for some reason, there was a, I don't know if there was a disconnect with the coaching staff or what, but he got four games into the 2022 season, decided he wanted a redshirt. And he had he played in all of those games. Uh, I, I don't know the backstory, but decided to redshirt last year. So now A State gets this linebacker commit from Kansas that has played in in four seasons, and he's played a significant amount of of snaps in four seasons. And he's going to have two years left at linebacker. That's that. I mean, to me, this looks like a pretty good get on paper. Again, Gavin Potter is this guy's name. So, again, freshman year in 2019. Of course, 2020 does not count eligibility-wise. 2021, he was a sophomore. 2022, he redshirted. So, uh, my my internet degree in eligibility math is telling me that he's got two years left. And I think, I think that is accurate. But you look now at, at what this means for Arkansas State and, and for the linebacker group, of course, you know, you can always have, have more depth on <laughs> on this roster, especially defensively, uh, because competitive death, depth has not really been something that the Red Wolves have had going for them over the past few years. I don't exactly know, um, to be honest with you, what linebacker snap counts looked like in in 2022. That would actually be some good information to, to go through and look through, actually, this offseason to get a better picture there. But you look at that uh, at that position group there in the linebacker room and, and what he now adds, and you've got some great players returning in Jaden Harris and Malik Straker. Uh, you're already going to have a couple starters that are that are back for you. And then, of course, uh, Jordan Carmouche is a guy who graduated who's, who's going to have to be replaced, a big piece there. But additionally, you know, Javante Mackey played a little bit. Tristan Shorter um, actually is in the 
is he in the portal? I'm trying to remember. Sorry, I'm going blank. Cam Jeffrey is still around. Charles Willickis is still around. Uh, so you've got some talent in that room. Joe Britton, I uh, heard a report that he's coming back. Uh, and now you get to add. Gavin went blank on the last name for a second. Gavin Potter to that group as well. So again, this is a guy that has made, has recorded. Man, why am I trying to do math on the fly? This is never a smart idea. 40, 118, 18 plus 60, 170, like 170 career tackles. And again, by my count, should have two years left to play. So big get here. Of course, uh, the portal gives and the portal takes uh, taketh away, I guess you could say. And uh, A-State has had another player enter the portal. It's uh, Vershad Richardson, a, a tight end. Um, he actually started his career at A-State at linebacker before moving to tight end. But uh, in, in his three or four years at A-State, he only appeared in five games. He did not record a stat. So uh, this probably does leave the A-State tight end room just a little a little bit light because, of course, Sadie Traore is also departed from that room as well. Reed Tyler graduated. So that could probably be a room where, where you add another uh, body maybe. Uh, but um, in terms of, of statistics... This is this is not a huge departure for Richardson. We are in the home stretch of the portal window. Of the first portal window. <laughs> so we're in we're in the home stretch of, of what will be three roster defining periods over the next four months. So two more days left in this portal window. Then we get into February, there will be another signing day. And, of course, in May, there will be another portal period. But I'll be honest with you. I thought more players from Arkansas State would hit the portal. I'm a little bit surprised. But this is one of those times where I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to be wrong. And totally okay with being wrong. Because A-State kept a lot of the key players that that it needed to keep. You know, there was a lot of, uh, a little bit of speculation, a little bit of concern. That this A-State team might lose Dominic Zavada in the offseason. Of course, they're, they're, I, I don't know how many freshmen in the country, period, had a better season maybe than Zavada. I know no freshman kicker in the country did. But, of course, uh, he's still around. In fact, tweeting out a picture of about, uh, I guess, about an hour ago. Quote, great to be back in J-Town. And uh, he's already getting in some work in the indoor. So, again, uh, everybody... Uh, back on campus, of course, they've been back on campus. Classes started last Tuesday, so everybody should be getting settled in. And then spring camp will uh, get underway on March the 4th. There is a, a staff change for A-State uh, with the Red Wolves uh, replacing a personnel member. So that is uh, something that will change just a little bit there. With Coach Garth departing and going back to his alma mater of, of New Mexico State, he oversaw like the A State Community Service programs, and he was actually he was great to talk to, super passionate about the community and the players, and I really enjoyed catching up with him, and hope he has some good success at at New Mexico State. But right now, those are the only. Staff changes that I'm aware of. And, of course, Coach Limegrover uh, moved on a, a little bit ago. Uh, I talked too long to really dive into the A-State 
basketball talk like I meant to, so I apologize on that. We will absolutely get to it. After the break, it will include some audio of Coach Mike Bellotto, but uh, let's go to the phones first. Check in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Hello there, mister. How you doing today? I'm good. You doing okay? I am doing good. We have got a newspaper rack machine at our church. Mm-hmm. We're going to be putting it outside to put food in. Okay. So if people need food and everything, they can get food out of it. Um, if people, uh, people want to start donating some food for our for, for that, for our food pantry, mm-hmm. we, can stick, we can stick stuff in there and everything. So uh, if people want to get the food off that church, or just out there, call me at 870 We would appreciate it. Okay. It's going to go It's gonna go to help people out, people that need food, you know. They, they can pull food on parking lot, get food out of the newspaper rack. It's going to go for a good cause. Okay. And, and um, I mean, I heard these, a lot of these other churches got them, and it, it goes good. Well, good. So, so if you would want to help us out, Holler at me, and you can drop your stuff off there. Out of your Baptist church. Okie dokie. You know, I'm going to say, go to everybody in Jonesboro. And I'll say, all righty, then. All righty. Let's go to a break. This time, I'll try not to lie to you. We will talk some A-State hoops with you when we return. Keep it right here with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's a new year and new deals at Gamble Home. Get up to $1,200 off adjustable sets, plus finance 60 months at 9.99%. Queen mattresses start at $299, and Queen or King Select Choice hybrid mattresses now $500 off. Bring in the new year with free. Get hot buy items like accessories, art, and more. Buy two, get one free. Buy a motion sofa, love seat, get the recliner free. In stock sets only. Starting at $14.99. Buy a bedroom suit in stock. Any size bed, dresser, chest. Get one free nightstand. Sets start at $9.99. All of these offers can be combined except for hot buy items. No sales tax on regular price goods. Plus 60 months financing at 9.99% interest. Gamble home in the Farville Curve and in the Uptown Shopping Center. Shop local and give local at Gamble Home. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. 
Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network, and our offices are closed today in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Here's how the markets closed last week. March corn at 675 up four, with May corn at 673 and three quarters up four and a quarter. January soybeans at 1538 and a quarter up eight and three quarters, with March soybeans at 1527 and three quarters up nine and a quarter. March wheat at 743 and three quarters up one. May wheat at 752 up one and a quarter. March cotton at 8229 up 25, with May cotton at 8260 up 33. January rise at 1787 up nine, with March rise at 1815 up nine and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 157.72 and a half, up 17 and a half, with April live cattle at 169, down two and a half. January feeder cattle at 181.25, down 87 and a half. March feeder cattle at 182.87 and a half, down 140. February lean hogs at 78.65, down 10, with April lean hogs at 87.27 and a half, up 10. From all of us at the EAB Ag Network, have a great Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You're thinking about selling your land, testing the water. You want to dip your toes in not plunge into the deep end. If you make a big splash, everybody knows your business. Good news, no one needs to know your business. You can dip your toes and keep your pants dry. Talk to Tiller. They'll put your land in the land vault. When buyers call, Tiller will give them a description only, no maps, no location, no owner info. When the same interested buyer calls again, Tiller calls you. With your say-so, the prospective buyer signs a confidentiality agreement. That's a way they protect your privacy. Taylor doesn't ask you to sign a thing, not even an exclusive listing agreement. They trust you. Selling your land is a big decision. It's your business. When you put your land in the land vault, you keep your business to yourself. They started Tiller Land to help you sell your land, farm or recreational. The land vault is one way they commit to you, the seller. To find out how the land vault works, talk to Tiller. Tillerland.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone as we continue this new hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Maybe you need a new look for your office and this new year, whether that's new desk or new seating or a completely new design layout, they can take care of that for you at David Martin Office Interiors. That website is dmi-office.com. Who was the biggest winner of the sports weekend? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Most of your answers today focused on the Jaguars, not the Jaguars, actually one particular Jaguar. Trevor Lawrence has been easily the most popular answer in the clubhouse. Um, unfortunately, you really can't throw anything Arkansas State basketball related into this conversation at all because it was uh, not a great weekend at First National Bank Arena or on the road for the A-State women's basketball team either. Uh, 74-57, the final in Jonesboro. A big-time, big-time tale of two halves and... We'll talk more about it here in just a moment. D-Money is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Ah, doing well. How are you today? Hey, doing well. Thank you. All right. Biggest winner of the weekend, and I know this is going to sound a little bizarre, but I'm going to go with it. I know they wear orange. I know Seafoam's the primary color for Miami. But their coaching staff, to me, got the biggest win this weekend. I know they lost by a field goal. That with The coaching job they did, was tremendous. The fact that you have a third-string quarterback, rookie, seventh-round pick, come in and almost beat 
the number two team in the AFC is one heck of a feat. So I think they deserve one heck of an attaboy. Yeah, that was, you know, D-Money, that was a game I really wasn't planning on. I I meant, I, you know, I was going to watch the NFL all day yesterday because, of course, it's Sunday and it was on. But that was one of those games I didn't really plan on paying attention to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, oh, yeah. I expected to, you know, throw a load of laundry in and then, you know, clean the house a little bit and then, uh, you know, check on the score every once in a while just to see how much of a blowout it was. And then, you know, needless to say, I ended up watching <laughs> watching almost all of it. Well, I was doing the same thing. I had a ref this weekend. And I got home, you know, in late in the evening on Saturday. I was doing the same thing, cleaning the house, doing some laundry. And I pulled it up, and I'm like, oh, 17 nothing. This is going to be a runaway. I come back, and it's 17 all. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what happened here? So, yeah, I mean, it was a tremendous game. Uh, I, obviously, you don't have to ask who had the worst weekend, because hands down, without a doubt, if I'm on the Chargers coaching staff right now, I'm doing some real real deep thinking and self-reflection on how on God's green earth do you blow that lead. Mm. I mean, that's like the Falcons. I mean, good night, Irene. Yeah. I mean, you just, you just can't let up. You cannot let up in the, the NFL. You, the fact that, I mean, 27 to nothing is just absolutely absurd. Because it would have taken so little at that point in time to just crush the Jaguars' spirit after you were already up at that point in time. And, it, and instead, you know, next thing you know, you know, they got, they got that huge touchdown to, to end the second quarter. So it wasn't a complete shutout of the first half. They started yep. the, the third quarter decent enough. And then, I mean, when it, was, when it was 30 to 20 after three, I was like, you know what? I think this is going to happen. And lo and behold, it it did. Jaguars are able to complete the comeback. That's just. Wild. I tell you one thing. To me, the one thing that I really gleaned out of that more than anything, other than the fact that they were completely derelict in their duties as defensive coaches and hell, offensive coaches for that matter, for the Chargers, was T. Law. He, you know, God throws four picks mm-hmm. and comes back and gets you to, to the victory. That tells you a lot about a young guy. I know he's yeah. a third year guy, but that's a tremendous feat. What he accomplished. Yeah, and last year shouldn't count since he had to work with Urban Meyer. Like, that should just be erased from, <laughs> from everybody. Yeah, Urban, you can't Urban call Legends that a year, year should have been... You can't call uh, that a should, year of growth. No. Like I said, that Urban Legends year needs to be like the asterisk they had for so long on uh, the home run record. So, uh, to me, that's, that's definitely an asterisk year. So, I, I just think that that was... That was, I think, historically, that has got to go down as perhaps the worst coaching decision and hire in the history of the NFL. They've been some stinkers, but Urban Legend had to be perhaps the worst. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just rack my brain. Period about any other NFL one and done head coaches recently. And, oh, there's been plenty. Yeah. Uh, heck, the, the guy at Houston, he's a one and done. Yeah, but I mean, he's had an accomplished career before that. You know, I, I can't think of... Art Shell. Yeah, there have been guys, but just in terms of, of how much of a disaster it was, how much that, that it seemed like almost everybody hated him who was associated with the team, um, that's, that's pretty wild. Now, I'll tell you one guy, and this was college, but he was a complete, total disaster 
was Bill Callahan when he went to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, was that a ooh, that was a show? How long? And, was, uh, I mean, how long huh? was Bobby Petrino with with Atlanta? He was only there for a season. That was that was a pretty big disaster as well. Was he? Did he do a full season and left at the second season, or did he just do the partial season and leave? I think. I think he just did the partial season. Yeah, he was a train wreck from start to finish. Guy's a heck of a coach, but he's a lousy person, it seems. Yeah, he just he just made it thirteen games into into the two thousand seven season for for Atlanta. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty sketchy. Yep. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But. Well, it sounds like it's uh, tough times for the uh, Red Wolves on the court right now. They uh, they just seem like they can't catch a break. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything to elaborate there on. This is it's it is a brutal, brutal year of basketball. Well, I'll say this much: this, the main sports for for ASU right now, unfortunately, are pretty pretty stinky. I mean, football. We don't need to talk anymore about that. That's been beat to death. Basketball is looking pretty stinky. And unless there's a huge turnaround in baseball, that's going to be another stinker. Uh, it, it just these are kind of lean days at the uh, old Red Wolf uh, area. Yeah, not a lot to cheer for. I mean, you're kind of stating the obvious here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sound like I'm probably beating a dead horse, but good God, I mean, it just. I just really hope Coach Jones can get things get the ship right and at least get it to six and six or seven and five and and get a bowl game. They they need something. Like, it's like Lion. Remember in uh, on Peanuts, who was the one who had the cloud constantly hovering over him? I, that's what's going on right now. It seems like. Yeah, Demon, we got Yeah, we got to take a break so we can come back and and recap the not so many highs and the lows from over the weekend. Absolutely. Well, hey, you have a great day, and uh, like I said, I. Be interested tonight to see what the cowgirls do with TB12 and company. You'll hear it no. here on the ticket. Yes, ma'am. You have a great day. Hey, you too. Bye. Uh, I swear we'll get into basketball talk here in just a moment. At the same time, you know, we have our phone lines open. We do want to encourage you to call. But I tell you what, let's see if we can get into that when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After an impressive collegiate career at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence struggled his rookie year in Jacksonville. But ever since Doug Peterson was named head coach, Lawrence has blossomed. Now, there are many ways to identify an elite quarterback, but overcoming adversity and the ability to elevate the talent around you, two of the most crucial traits. Lawrence put those tools on display Saturday night. After a dismal first half that featured four interceptions, he remained unfazed and led the Jags to a 27-point comeback went over the Chargers. If that wasn't impressive enough, Lawrence completed the comeback with a host of cast-off receivers. No Tyreek Hill or Justin Jefferson on the Jags roster. The team's leading receiver this year was Christian Kirk. With an inexperienced and young roster, a Super Bowl run will be a tall task for Jacksonville. But after the improvements we've seen from Trevor Lawrence this season, it's safe to say the Jags have found their quarterback of the future. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 
This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people's search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and you're opening up more than doors. You're unlocking potential with 16 body types, thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions as far as you want them to go. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV by entering the Dan Patrick Show's Ultimate Fan Van Sweepstakes. To enter and get official rules, visit danpatrick.com for Registration for the spring semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. With a lower cost and more support, you'll receive a better overall experience. On-campus, virtual, and blended classes are available for the spring semester. Returning students can register online. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. Call 870-633-4480, extension 252, or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. Choose EACC, a place to grow, to thrive, and to succeed. Register soon. Classes begin Tuesday, January 17th. Kick off the new year in a new car, truck, or SUV from Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro. Our inventory is at the lowest possible prices. Start the new year off right with up to $4,000 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford F-150. Or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford Expedition. Or a new 2022 Ford Edge. Now up to $6,000 off MSRP. Plus 0% financing available. Go to KavanaughFord.com to see our entire selection. Get the selection you want, the service you deserve, and great savings this new year. If you're looking to get a great deal and not fight for one, it's time to buy at Kavanaugh Ford, where you can get up to $4,000 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford F-150, or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford Expedition, or a new 2022 Ford Edge. Now up to $6,000 off MSRP, plus 0% financing available at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro, or KavanaughFord.com. See deliver details. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Last segment here in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors. Flashing back to our conversation before the break with D-Money. Sean points out. But also Denver's head coach, Daniel Hackett, was one and done this year. I apologize for overlooking that one. To be honest, they were an awful, miserable team to watch. They had a couple of those games early in the season on Thursday night, you know, the Amazon broadcast. So I quit <laughs> paying attention to Denver pretty quick after that. They were they were bad, bad. So apologize for missing that one. It's actually happened more times this entry than I realized, but uh, we'll save that topic for another day. A-State, Saturday at First National Bank Arena. Uh, Tale of two halves. 
And uh, full disclosure, I got to the game just a little bit late on Saturday because I'd been across the parking lot at the Cardinals Caravan. Uh, so it was probably about 2.20 or so when I got to that game, a 2 o'clock tip-off there against Southern Miss. And when I walked in the building, everything was going okay. I think the Red Wolves were down by just a, a bucket or two right when I walked in the door. But I, I felt like, you know, when I first walked in, you know, not to toot my own horn too much, but I walked in and, like, Avery Belts, I think, hit a three and... A-State had another bucket about right when I when I walked into the door, and I was like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm, I've got uh, some good mojo here. <laughs> this, uh, this day might be okay. And the first half was a good half of play. Um, if you were there Saturday, if you've looked at this Southern Miss team, they're just kind of pesky on defense, really, really aggressive, but just annoying defensively, which is probably one of the reasons they've had the success that they've had. But A-State was able to withstand that in the first half. In fact, even when Southern Miss would go on a little bit of a run there in the first half, A-State was able to to respond. With about five minutes to go in the first half, A-State was trailing by seven. But then the Red Wolves were able to close on on a little bit of a run. And it was 33-33 to 33 after 20 minutes. And then nothing good happened after that. I might... Might be being a little overdramatic, but honestly, I don't think so. Uh, Southern Miss opened the second half on a 7-0 run. And it took two minutes and five seconds for A-State to score a point. They got a free throw to stop the run. And all in all, it took almost five minutes for A-State to score a field goal. At that point in time, it was a double-digit deficit. And then after A-State scored that one bucket, Southern Miss proceeded to go on an 11-0 run. So just seven minutes into the second half, this went from a tie game to a 20-point deficit. It was like a tidal wave. Of Golden Eagles offense. And I don't know if we're going to have time for this blotto. We're, we're not going to have time for, for this blotto audio today. Unless we shared the second half and we'll play that by ear. But it just, A-State stopped getting stops in the second half. In the first half, they were able to create some some opportunities on offense, on, on transition. Now, they were able to get stops on the defensive end. And then able to capitalize on the offensive end. But... There were not that many stops in the second half. In fact, all in all, Southern Miss shot 54% in the second half. And I would wager that most of those misses came later there in, uh, in that half. Because for a long time there in the second half, it just felt like everything. Everything they put in the air went in. And I really don't know... What else to say at this point? I mean, that's five straight losses for A-State men's basketball. They're 1-5 in in Sunbelt Conference play. They're last in Sunbelt Conference standings. It's a team that is below 500 now overall. And, of course, even more below 500 against Division I competition. I don't know when the next win on the schedule is, to be honest with you. If you're just looking at things on paper. And I know that, that games aren't played on paper. But, I mean, if A-State plays that second half again against any of its upcoming opponents, 
Those are going to be losses. Got the Cajuns rolling into town on Thursday. They're 14-4. and four. On Saturday at First National Bank Arena, A-State's going to host Marshall. I don't know if you saw what all Marshall did on Thursday. But they went out and walloped that Southern Miss team by 22 points that then turned around and beat A-State by 17. I don't feel optimistic. Then, the game after that, A-State hits the road to take on Southern Miss. I don't know where you're looking at for wins right now. I don't know where you're looking at right now for a spark, for energy. I don't know how this team is feeling. I don't know if this team can... It's not deep. I don't know how this team is going to be able to continue to keep pace as the season gets longer in the minutes, especially on these young players like Terrence Ford and Isaiah Nelson, how their minutes continue to to build. They're going to quickly, quickly be in a situation where they're, they've already you know, played more minutes than they did in, in any of their, their high school years. I don't know what this looks like. I know right now I, I can't give you any, any reasons for optimism. I personally don't like that. I like to be an optimistic person. I always hope for the best. I'm not sure what the best is right now. It's certainly not what we saw in the second half Saturday night. We'll talk more hoops, a little bit more of a, a big picture conversation coming up in the second hour. Also in the second hour, we're going to start out with some A-State women's basketball talk as well as we've got uh, some notes on the box score from from the women's game. But I tell you what, uh, this hour just about to be over, we're about to have to say farewell to Alex. Alex, who is your biggest winner of the sports weekend? Uh, you know, for me, I would probably have to say... It's tough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, with the 49ers, and here's why. I know they were favored. I know they're the two seed, but 49ers and Brock Purdy. Yeah. Because you're on a 10 game winning streak now with again, kind of like the Dolphins, your third string quarterback, uh, Mister Irrelevant, and he was playing like a seasoned veteran in arguably the most important game of the year because it's a one game season when you're in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out there and say right now the 49ers are my pick to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC over. The Eagles, uh, even though they're the one seed. The 49s, I think, are the best team in the league right now. So beating, uh, outscoring the Seattle like 25-7 to or something in the second half, yeah. uh, they're the most complete team right now, no doubt. 41-23 to was the final there. It was, it was competitive in the first half, especially after the Seahawks came charging back in, in the second quarter. And, yeah, not so much in the... Yeah, just <laughs> second half. second half was just done. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It was brutal, but I think I think they're the best team in the league. I think I think the Eagles are solid, but they're still too young. Uh, and I love Brock Purdy. Awesome, awesome story. Yeah. I'll be rooting for him. Thanks for helping us out this hour, this hour, Alex. Yeah, you got it. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, we both step aside here as it's halfway through our program that wraps up the noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Still more to come on A State Hoops. We got to throw out our thoughts on this weekend's Cardinals Caravan. There's Grizzlies on tap tonight still more on the NFL as well. So that's what's on the slate for the second hour of the program. Hope you keep it right here with us. We'll be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald for your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Another struggling Saturday for A-State basketball over the weekend as the men dropped a 74-57 decision at home to Southern Miss while the ladies fell at Texas State in San Marcos 89-55. And attention members and guests, you can talk A-State hoops tonight on another edition of Live with the Red Bulls from Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. It starts at 6 on 107 IK Find and the EEB Red Bulls Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The Williams Baptist University Lady Eagles won their ninth in a row on Saturday, beating Stevens College 81-73 in American Midwest Conference play and non-conference action. The men hosting Arkansas Baptist and the Eagles won that one 87-77. The Memphis Grizzlies look for their 10th straight win in today's MLK Celebration Day game at FedEx Forum, hosting the Phoenix Suns with the tip at 5. And playoff football tonight on the Ticket Radio Network, Dallas at Tampa Bay with the pregame at 645 here on the network. Bringing the best on tires for 60 years, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. We won't be beat. Plaza Tire Service is the low price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on a comparable tire, we'll match it with our low price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Plaza Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Plaza Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Plaza Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Plaza Tire Service. So you've seen the stories of dramatic weight loss transformations all over social media, and now you realize that medication-assisted weight loss is a real deal. And Elite Total Health in Jonesboro has the medication that the celebrities and influencers are all talking about. So if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out Elite Total Health. So Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 4,300 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is medically assisted and supervised by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. And they have multiple weight loss medication options, including fentermine and semaglutide, which works like Wagovi. And most current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. Or check them out at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives that our families use everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol and so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. David Martin Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Arkansas State and Northeast Arkansas. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, go to David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Desks, seating, cubicles, design layouts, space planning, and more. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross that finish line. Online at DMI office.com and next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC. 
We are professional grade. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie with you here. We have made our producer swap in the break. We want to welcome in Ryan James. Yeah. Close out this Monday strong. Yeah. Got to. You feeling okay today? I think so. Yeah. I'll be honest. I've been kind of stalling a couple of segments on the show today to not not talk a lot about A-State basketball. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not, uh, not a good weekend. Yep. Talk some women's hoops with you here in just a moment. Uh, I did see Ryan, of course, this weekend as he was on hand to help us out at the Cardinals caravan. A lot of fun. Thought we had a. By the way, thank you to everybody who came out and attended this event. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it looked like everyone else was having fun too. Everyone looked like they were having a good time. I think so. You know, it's just it's just so great to be able to you know hear these guys talk. Um, it's so much fun to see and meet the young talent. Yeah. I mean, the guys on this caravan, Tinkins is 20, Jordan Walker is 20, and then Andre Pallante is the old geezer at 24. And then, of course, we had the the alumni as well. But it was just cool to see the way that they interacted with the kids, uh, the way that they handled all the questions. Of course, uh, Benji Molina was, was great, and Ricky Horton was great. I mean, everybody was great. I had a really really good time. We'll talk more about that caravan with you coming up later as well as some additional Cardinals news. Of course, while the while the caravans are going on um, across six different states and all of the different stops that they make, they are also having the winter warm-up uh, at the same time in St. Louis. And of course, that has got, you know, some of your, your elder statesmen uh, that speak there. John Mazalak always speaks there as well. So we'll check in on some headlines from that. Uh, our KavanaughCars.com question today i want to know who you feel like was the biggest winner of the sports weekend uh shockingly enough a lot of love for trevor lawrence today i would expect that to continue actually that was just a phenomenal phenomenal comeback don't see many 27 point comebacks in the nfl and that was certainly a really really good win but uh even if you have a non trevor lawrence answer today or a non nfl answer we would love to hear it as well uh, with the A-State women's game over the weekend, you know, it was going on at exactly the same time as the men's game, so I did not watch it because I'm a horrible multitasker, and if I had one eye on a screen and, and one eye on the court and then one eye trying to, to write down notes and keep stats, well, clearly I'm not a three-eyed person, so that doesn't work for me. So I, was, I, I wasn't able to watch, and then, to be honest with you, when I saw the score, I had no desire to watch. There's a lot of times where if if I miss a game, I'll go back and... Thanks to ESPN Plus, I can go back and, and rewatch it. I haven't rewatched this one. I just, I just did not want to. That's, I mean, that's it. That's it. Maybe I'm not doing my full job as a media member, but I didn't want to go back and watch this one, so I did not. It was an 89 to 55 final Saturday afternoon at Texas State, and I. <laughs> A-State was outscored 20-8 to in the first quarter. 
and it was never really close after that. They did play a competitive second quarter offensively with A-State putting up 24 points. But they allowed 30. A-State was outscored in every quarter. And they shot 17% in the second half. Uh, It was a better day in terms of turnovers from the previous contest at Southern Miss. But it's another loss. And it was another game without Izzy Higginbottom, who continues to battle some plantar fasciitis, which is a, a pain management issue. She's, she's not going to be healthy, healthy. She's not going to be 100% this season. Kind of a, a rest and management issue for Izzy for the remainder of the season. But they didn't have her on Saturday. And while, you know, they certainly could have used a few more points at the same time when you give up almost 90. There's only so much one extra player could do. A-State shot 23% for the game, 21% from three. They did attack the basket a lot and had a lot of free throws, so that was a positive, but ultimately another loss here for for A-State. I tell you what, let's get through all this audio that we've said we were going to do multiple different times and then and then have it done. We're going to start with Coach Rogers because that's what we're talking about now, but then we will we will circle back around and, and hear some audio from Mike Blotto as well as we uh, said we were going to play that the first hour and, and we did not. I've just been full of lies today. I apologize for it. But, again, as we start here with uh, with some audio from Coach Destiny Rogers, as we just mentioned, uh, Izzy did not play. However, she was not willing to use that as an excuse after that 34-point loss on the road. I mean, obviously it hurts not having her on the floor, but we got beat by 25 with her on the floor. So, at this point, you know, it just kind of uh, – we're just kind of in a situation right now where we, we're, we're, we're just having some issues with some things that I'm going to have to fix. Uh, and as a head coach, it's, it's my job to fix it. Um, so, you know, we're going to do that. Again, listen, there's no give up in me. There's no give up in the staff. Uh, right now it just feels like the team is giving up. So I got I to gotta figure out how to reach them and uh, got to figure out how to, you know, get this thing to turn around. The second comment here, uh, with that game on Saturday, one of the reasons that A-State was in such a a deficit, one of the reasons that Texas State was able to put so many points on the board is that they shot 55% from three. They're not necessarily a super strong three-point shooting team, but yet they went 11 for 20 in that contest. And uh, Coach Rogers talks about the team's three-point defense. Of course they did. We let people shoot wide over threes. You know, that's I tell my team all the time because they they – Make this silly joke of, oh, where everybody shoots the best against us. Well, I mean, you think? It's no coincidence. We let people shoot wide open looks. We let people get the shots that they want. So right now it's a heart issue with this team. It's a heart issue of just not being able to dig deep and, you know, get the stops and just stay positive when shots aren't falling on the offensive end. Right now we're not we're not scoring the ball the way, the way we know we can score the ball. So our confidence is just at an all-time low. So I got to figure out how to get these kids confidence uh, and just, you know, keep swinging. Continuing here, uh, when you look at individual players that that played well, you know, Kia Patton had uh, had a rough go of it. She's had a rough go of it the past couple games shooting wise, but she did respond well by being aggressive Saturday and and getting to the stripe. So she had 13 points, nine of 10 at the stripe. Anna Griffin uh, continued to be strong rebounding wise, seven rebounds to go along with 13 points. And then Jade Upshaw 
had a good game. 11 points, uh, 4 of 4 from the stripe, and uh, Coach Rogers was pleased with Jade Upshaw's effort. You know, listen, Jade Upshaw fought the, the whole game, and uh, Jade definitely earned trust. Uh, tonight, man, I, I'm proud to see her at in this ball game. No matter what the score was like, she was fighting. Uh, you know, she she was trying to rally the, her squad that was out there on the floor together. Um, so just really proud of Jay for fighting the way she did. One more clip here from Coach Rogers. Of course, uh, Thursday, A State will be back at it. As uh, everybody, of course, is deep into conference play, and when you look at what is on the horizon this week for the Red Wolves as they continue their road swings? It's a trip to South Alabama on Thursday. It's going to be Louisiana on Saturday. So what is Coach Rogers working on between now and then? We got to find our heart. We got to find our heart, and we got to find that grit. And uh, we got to find it ASAP because right now we do not have it at all. Um, so just trying to... You know, gut check. I think people need to look in the mirror and they need to understand that, you know, you can't, we just can't keep laying down. That's what we're doing. We're laying down. We're not fighting. So we have to, we have to have a gut check and we got to really check ourselves and we got to go to work and try to fix it. Again, that was Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following her team's 89 to 55 loss at Texas State. Now, we gave you uh, earlier in the noon hour, I shared some of my thoughts on Saturday's men's loss to Southern Miss, but we didn't really have time to get into that audio. So I want to I hit that now as we tra- uh, transition into that conversation. Again, you go back to that one Saturday in Jonesboro. It was a tale of two halves. The A-State men and uh, Southern Miss, uh, even Stevens at the break, 33 points apiece. But then that second half was all Golden Eagles, and the final score was 74-57. to 57. And Coach Bellotto starts here with his opening comments of uh, his postgame presser on Saturday. First, uh, congrats to Southern Miss. Obviously, they're a very, very good team. They have a chance to win this league. I think they're top two teams uh, in this conference. I thought our team held our own for the most part in the first half. We moved the ball well. We got stops, which is the biggest key. Then we have 14 points in transition, which was a big key for us to keep that game even. Second half, um, they scored a lot more on us. The game slowed down, so we couldn't get in transition and score, which was tough for us. And that's why we only got up 23 shots um, and only made six of them because they were all against a set defense. So we got to do a better job of getting back to what we do running. Um, you know, contrary to belief, if you see our tempo right now, it's really slow because I've thought it was the right way to play with a shorter bench, not knowing who's available every day, not knowing who can practice, not knowing who can play, not knowing who wants to play. So we're going to go back to playing the way we play. And I'm going to play, if I got to play five guys, you know, 35 minutes, I'll do it. Um, but we got to find the right guys and the right combination out there are going to help us win the game for the most part. So, you know, got to get back to work on Monday. A tough two games um, coming up next week. But, you know, our heads aren't down. We're, we've got to believe in each other and continue to fight and continue to get better. And I got to do better. Staff's got to do better. Players got to do better. So we're all on the same page about that. Again, as we have mentioned over and over Saturday, tail of two halves. A-State was outscored 41-24 to in the second half. Um, at one point, you know, seven minutes into that second half, the Red Wolves were tra- trailing 20 points. So, Coach, first half versus second half, I mean, what was what was the story there? Yeah, very. I, I can't put my finger on it. You know, I didn't want to go too much into too much detail in the locker room because I really want to watch the film. You know, I, I, this, is one of, this is a game where usually when I finish, I kind of have an idea where things went astray. And this one, I, I, it was like a blur in the second half. To play the way you played for 20 minutes and then come out that way is just – 
is interesting to me. So I, I got to go back on the film before I answer that, you know, because how I feel is, is surprised. I, I feel like I, I don't know where that team went because we played so well in the first half. Continuing on here, of course, A-State also back at it for two coming up this weekend. Uh, the men's team, is is they're going to continue the homestand at First National Bank Arena. We've already mentioned a couple times to think who they play. It's uh, Louisiana on Thursday hosting Marshall on Saturday. Those teams have combined to go 29-8, and eight, so the slate's not getting any easier. Uh, but Coach Bellotto mentions hitting reset and, and what else the Red Wolves will have to do between now and Thursday. Yeah, you're going to have to, and not so much the reset button, more so going back and really getting back to the basics and trying to see where, where our strengths are and where our weaknesses are. Um, and I still believe that the way we're wired, we're a team that has to play in transition, and we're not a half-court team. So any suggestions on that from anybody, you know, is can't we can't do it. we got to play with, with pace. That's, that's the way to negate it, in my opinion. Um, and I think we played really slow ever since we had all these injuries. But, again, I look around the league, and there's six, seven teams playing guys 35-plus minutes. So Fields is going to have to do that. Terrence is going to have to do that. Omar is going to have to do that. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So we're going to have to try to find the right way. But, you know, these next days of practice, we get back to basics and try to see what we can get better at. Last comment here from Coach Bellotto. You know, you look at that box score on Saturday. State played eight guys. And Malcolm Farrington only played five minutes. So, essentially, this was a game where they played seven guys. You had four different players play for more than 30 minutes. And Coach Bellotto says that personnel um, that's available each week is, right now, a little bit of a moving target. I don't know. I, I, I At this point, I thought I had an idea. I have no clue who's able to practice what day, who can play what day. I've had guys practice this week, all week, and then say they can't play. I've had guys uh, shoot around and say they can't play. Uh, I had a guy miss practice yesterday, and then he's fine today. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough for me as a coach to, to but it's the truth. So I got to figure out who's available each day, and that affects practice, that affects rotations, that affects you know approaching the game, that affects strategy. Um, you want to steal minutes for guys certain here, but if he's not available now, you got a guy playing 38 minutes. I think Avery played. That Terrence played 35 minutes. This is the second, third straight game he's played 33 plus minutes as a freshman. You know, eventually it, it's going to wear on his body. You know, and he, he's not ready yet at 19. He will be at 21. He will be next year, but right now he's trying to fight through it and he's doing all he can. So we need other guys to step up. Again, that was Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto following the Red Wolves' loss on Saturday. Kind of glad that we, we followed back up on the audio because what. What Coach Bellotto said there about his personnel, and then also flashing back to some comments that Co- Coach Rogers made um, a week or two ago about about her personnel and not having everybody healthy. Some of those comments are, are really concerning. And there, there's one of two things happening, or maybe a little bit from column A and column B. When when you've got both cold coaches saying they, they don't know who's going to be available, is it because... Your culture is not good right now, and your and your guys aren't and, and your women aren't wanting to play for you. Is it because your training staff is not doing its job and getting your players healthy, and or communicating with you as to when the players will be healthy, or is it again a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B? It's I mean it's bad news any way you want to look at it. Now, that being said, 
health and personnel are, are not the reasons that these teams are struggling right now. The big picture, you know, this, so many of you have, have been around this program longer than I have. I've, I've been lucky enough to do this now about 10 years. And of course, I was, I was an A-State fan before that, but I didn't pay as much attention. I, I wasn't uh, going through media guides all the time after, after uh, every win or loss in, in the 90s and the 2000s. But I'm sure at some point along the way, maybe even since I, I've been doing this radio thing, that there, that there has been a worse men's season. And I'm sure that at some point along the way, there has been a worse women's season. But I don't remember there being a worse overall basketball season. These teams are a combined 1-11 and 11 in Sunbelt Conference play. Now there's still a lot of time, a lot of games left on these schedules. But right now when you look at the men's basketball standings, Arkansas State is, is last in the standings. And they're not just last in the win-loss record. If you look at Ken Pomeroy's rankings, if you look at the net rankings, I know we don't really use the RPI anymore, but if you look at the RPI, in every single one of those measurements, Arkansas State is 14th out of 14 teams in the Sun Belt Conference. On the women's side of things, this is also a team that is currently last in the Sun Belt Conference. Now, they do have company on the women's side of things. South Alabama is also winless in league play. It actually has just a little bit worse of an overall record. But when you go back and you look at the basketball history of, of A-State, now let's be honest, there's not this massive amount of success. But when you go back and you look at men's history, men's conference history, men's conference history in the Sun Belt, men's conference history in the American South, men's conference history in the Southland, there was one time in program history, somewhere in the neighborhood of 59 years of conference play where this team has finished last in in its league. That was in 1994-1995 when A-State went 3-15 and and finished 10th out of 10 teams in the Sun Belt Conference. On the women's side of things, the women have never finished, ever, outright last, with the outright worst record in conference play. Now, they've tied for the bottom. They were 1-4 in the Southland in 1982 and 1983. They were 3-6 Tied for last in the American South in 87 and 88. But when I say it's bad right now, it's it's bad. And you guys know that. And there's still time for it to get better. There's still time for these teams to fix the issues that ailed them. But there's a lot of issues and I don't know how they get fixed. Have no idea. Ten games left in conference play for A-State to avoid making the wrong kind of history. For both teams to avoid finishing last in the Sun Belt standings for the worst time ever. For the first time ever. And of course to avoid a stretch of dead last play. Because as we all know the football team finished dead last in the 2022 Sun Belt Conference standings. 
Can't have that happen with both of your basketball programs as well. These are some bleak times. And I'm tired of talking about it right now. I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back and continue recapping the weekend. I want to talk more about the Cardinals caravan. I had a blast. I want to talk more about it. We'll do that when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. The NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation introduces the 2023 Duck Classic Youth Open. An open-style duck hunting competition for kids 16 and under on Saturday, February the 4th. The winning team will receive four lifetime hunting licenses courtesy of the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Foundation. Sign up now at DuckClassic.com for the 2023 Duck Classic Youth Open, sponsored by AGFC Foundation, DNW, Hydro, Qual Choice Insurance, Refuge Calls, Valley View Agri, any Arkansas broadcasters. Find entries and info online at DuckClassic.com. Tenneco on Highway 49 North in Paragold is a diverse company that engineers and manufactures components for nearly every major automotive and commercial vehicle brand. And now there's never been a better time to join the Tenneco team. We're looking for machine operators for all shifts, starting at $18.95 cents an hour and more for second and third shift. Tenneco also needs material handlers starting at $19.32 an hour. Benefits include health, vision, dental, and tuition reimbursement and begin on day one. Apply now online at jobs.tenneco.com. That's jobs.tenneco.com. Tenneco is an equal opportunity employer. It's a new year and new deals at Gamble Home. Get up to $1,200 off adjustable sets, plus finance 60 months at 9.99%. Queen mattresses start at $299, and Queen or King Select Choice Hybrid mattresses now $500 off. Bring in the new year with free. Get hot buy items like accessories, art, and more. Buy two, get one free. Buy a motion sofa, love seat, get the recliner free. In stock sets only, starting at four. $14.99. Buy a bedroom suit in stock, any size bed, dresser, chest, get one free nightstand. Sets start at $9.99. All of these offers can be combined except for hot buy items. No sales tax on regular price goods, plus 60 months financing at 9.99% interest. Gamble home in the Farville Curve and in the Uptown Shopping Center. Shop local and give local at Gamble Home. Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay. Do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay. I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way, you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office, at home, or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted, high-quality VoIP at the best price. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. 
At Texas Roadhouse, we love our community and we love giving back. Check out our Facebook page at Texas Roadhouse Jonesboro to see our upcoming Dine to Donate fundraising nights. You get our famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls and local nonprofits get 10% of the night's food sales. It's a win-win. And for the most convenient dining experience ever, download our free app from the Apple App Store or Android Play Store. Order to go, enter our fabulous giveaways, and never wait for a table again. Texas Roadhouse. Legendary food, legendary service. 1813 South Caraway. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. Check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Who is the biggest winner? Of the sports weekend. Felt like uh, I was a pretty big winner, to be honest with you, to humble brag a little bit. I got uh, my Benji Molina bobblehead signed. I got a picture taken with with Jordan Walker. I got to hear from Tim Kent and Andre Pallante. And just overall had a blast at the Cardinals Caravan. Again, I want to thank everybody who came out uh, to that. Because, you know, one of the reasons we get to continue to have this and, and be a part of it. And one of the reasons we continue to have such great, great attendees is because you all in Northeast Arkansas just show up to support this event and, and take part in it. And uh, I, I think it went really, really well. Of course, um, just, you know, some observations from from Saturday's event. Uh Jordan Walker is a massive human being. I was not prepared. I was not prepared for meeting Jordan Walker because, you know, you read heights and weights on on websites in regards to athletes, and I feel like they are 100% accurate about 10% of the time. <laughs> I think back to when, um, when Colton Wong uh, came through with one of the caravans. And I don't remember what Colton Wong was, was listed at, but but I think he was listed as either either taller than me or, or the same height. And, of course, he was he is not, not taller than me. I think back to other players over the years where it seems like when you, when you read their heights, um, it means how tall they are with cleats on, which, of course, is going to add a little bit. But uh, Jordan Walker is, is a legit 6-foot, 5-inch tall young man. And I was caught off guard by by how big of a human being that he is and I was caught off guard by by how nice and and just well spoken that he is. I mean this is this is a 20-year-old kid. Uh he re- and he and he still is a kid. Him and Tink Kent's both. But yet at the same time they were both uh, just so easy to talk to and uh and so kind that it was great to hear from both of them. Of course Jordan Walker I had been through some of the other caravan stuff and some of the other winter warm-up stuff. He said one of the things that he's been busy with this weekend is just getting a lot of advice, trying to soak it up all like a sponge. Uh, Tink Hintz, of course, joked with us a little bit about uh, the one time that he faced Jordan Walker in the Arizona Fall League. Got him out on one pitch, by the way. So impressive stuff there. Uh, Andre Pallante was was great as well. But then uh, the highlight for me, to be honest with you, was probably hearing from from Benji Molina. Uh, for a guy that technically never appeared in a Cardinal uniform, um, at least on the field, he looked pretty comfortable in in that jersey. Of course, after his playing career, he spent a year as a coach, and then since then, he has done the the Spanish language broadcast. I did have a moment to ask him, you know, what was what was the highlight of the year for you in in calling Cardinals action? Now, the Spanish language broadcast uh, crew does not travel to road games, so he was not there in person in LA when Albert hit. 
uh, what was six ninety nine and then seven hundred um, in that one game. But you know he he just said that it was it was such a magical year. There were so many good moments. Although I think he said uh, the day the Cardinals clinched the division was probably his favorite day uh, in terms of games that he got to call. So Ricky Horton was great. Jason Simon Tachi was great. I, a big goof on on my part. And I'll go ahead and, and call myself out here. You know, Jason Simon Tachi, the previous four years, was the Royals pitching coordinator. And I, I had it in my head to ask him, you know, if he'd ever crossed paths with Tyler Zuber. Uh, had any interactions with Zuber, uh, anything like that. Of course, Zuber is, is now with the Diamondbacks and didn't pitch last year due to injury. But I was just kind of hoping to pick his brain there about, about you know, a, a former A-State standout. And friends, I whiffed. I whiffed on it. There's just uh, so much that goes on that day. It's such an exciting day that once we got into the caravan there, it just it just completely slipped my mind. So a little, little disappointed in myself here, but uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know if Simon Tachi will be back, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to do this again and, and we'll have another another great uh, great crew and great crowd out there. Uh, big shout out to the Miracle League who came out and uh, just, man, what a great, great organization. They always come out and sell raffle tickets at our event or at this Cardinals Caravan event. And, and they were out there on Saturday. And I think uh, some of the fans in attendance uh, were able to take home some pretty cool Cardinal merchandise and raise money for the Miracle League and just uh, good times, good times all around. So, again, I hope we get to do this again next year. Had a great time. And uh, hope everybody, hope all the hope all the kiddos got the autographs that you were hoping for at this event. As mentioned, you know, the Cardinals are uh, also doing the winter warm-up this weekend. So um, they send, send some of the minor leaguers out on these caravans. And then uh, all the guys in the winter warm-up get to stay there in St. Louis. But, uh, of course, the uh, experienced veterans have been making the rounds, doing media Q&A sessions and things like that. And, and one of those, of course, include... Adam Wainwright, and not that there was necessarily a a shock with this news, but he did mention that this year, 2023, is going to be his last year. So this is the farewell tour for Adam Wainwright. I hope it's a good one. Uh, Just what an incredible career. You know, we've been spoiled as as Cardinal fans over the past few years. You've had Yachty and, and Waino as these mainstays of the organization. And of course that reunion tour last year with Albert. And now it's just going to be Wayno that's holding down the fourth. Although uh, certainly with this new era, you know, you've got some great faces of the franchise and Arenado and and Paul Goldschmidt as well. So classic Wayno apparently showed up yesterday at the media (laughs) Q&A. Stole a, uh, stole a brownie from the, from the media table and then said he was going to go out and crush 25 home runs. Not really sure how he's going to find at-bats in 2023, how exactly that's going to work. But, you know, why not take him at his word? Always an entertaining guy. I am excited for this year. I'm still a little bit disappointed in the Cardinals' offseason. You know, because they, like, told us over and over that they were going to increase payroll. And then I know it's been kind of a surprise as to just how much some some free agent salaries just ballooned in the offseason. Free agent spending, I think, was so much higher than anybody anticipated it being. But at the same time, look, Mo, you got to keep up with the Joneses a little bit. Especially when every single year this franchise tries to 
you know, talk about just how much fan support they get and, oh, another year with over three million through the gate. I mean, reward the fans for, for their loyalty, for their continued support of this franchise. Reward Nolan Arenado for his loyalty. He didn't have to come back. He could have tested the free agent waters, and Lord knows how much he could have made as a free agent. It would have been a lot, a lot. But yet he chose to stay with the organization. You need to reward him by putting some more talent around him. Because right now, this team, as it is assembled, it's probably good enough to win the NL Central again. But the NL Central still is not great. Probably not good enough to get you an NL and certainly not a World Series title as this roster is currently constructed. Don't know what else is going to be done in the offseason, if anything is. Pitchers and catchers report in less than a month. I think opening day somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 days away. So we'll see what, if anything, is on the horizon for, for St. Louis. Uh, a lot more on the horizon tonight in the sports world, including some Grizzlies action coming up later. Let's talk some some John Morant when we come back. Let's step aside first, though. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Phone lines open during the break at 9303776. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. 
It's time for the 52nd Annual Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro Charity Ball, Saturday, March 4th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center. Tickets are $175 per person, and you can get them now online at jajonesboro.org. That's jajonesboro.org. This year's theme is a circus soiree, a night under the big top. Registration will begin at 5.30 p.m. with the program and dinner at 6.30 and the live auction at 7.30. This year's program includes gaming with a poker tournament, dancing, live and silent auctions, and much more. And live music this year with Memphis Soul Review performing on the Tommy's Express Car Wash stage. All funds raised through the event will go to support the 12 projects that are funded by the Junior Auxiliary in Craighead County. We'll see you at the 52nd Annual Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro Charity Ball, Saturday, March 4th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center. Be sure to follow Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro on social media for more details leading up to the Charity Ball. Something that every business owner relies on is good advice. And that's where SCORE can help. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. We are Lions. We bring hope where it's needed. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Slowly but surely, making it through our Monday here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 9303-776 is the number to call. Uh, what do we got going on? KavanaughCars.com question today. Who is the biggest winner of the sports weekend? You all can weigh in on that on the phones, on Twitter. Got to throw out. I know he's not going to be the most popular answer today. Is so many of your your answers have focused on the NFL, and why not? Because yesterday was an awesome day of football. Saturday night, an awesome comeback in the NFL, and Trevor Lawrence has been a popular answer today. But you got to show a, a little bit of love to John Morant, right? If if somehow you're one of the handful of people that did not see his dunk on Saturday, then oh my goodness, dunk of the year candidate. Hands down. And I'm one of those people. So so the dunk itself is is phenomenal. Phenomenal. If he rare, as he rears all the way back against the Indiana Pacers and then drops the hammer violently. Of course, he's had some similar dunks that he hasn't been able to finish across <laughs> across uh across the way, but um just such a spectacular spectacular play and pretty cool moment as the Grizzlies continue their win streak let's go to the phones who's with us what's up Karen hey hey, what's up Zach how are you good how you doing doing good thank you for the phone call yeah you bet um I gotta agree with you I think that that highlight real dunk by Josh against Indiana was the most impressive thing I've seen this weekend. That's, did he even go on record as saying that's the best dunk of his career? I think he said that, yeah. So I, I think he said that, 
And then one of the things that I always love about it is when is when a guy does something ridiculous on the court, and then and then when you watch the reaction of his teammates, everybody on first off, whoever was there was somebody on the court who lost their mind, and I can't remember who it was. It might have been I don't know if it was Desmond Bain or if he was one of the guy on the bench, one of the guys on the bench. But then you watch the bench at that moment, and it is just pandemonium. Everybody just absolutely loses it because it's just so unreal of a play. They were in disbelief. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. Let me tell you if y'all agree or not. As far what what's Josh, 6'3"? I think so. For, for smaller guys, he, he's the best small small guy doctor I've ever seen. He's got he's got springs in his, his, in his shoes. He is. Uh, he's listed as six three one seventy four. He is. He gets my vote for the most athletic player in the association right now. Yeah, unreal the way he can get up for a guy his size. Yeah, I mean, he is. He is unreal. I mean, you know, and uh, but yeah, I mean football. You know, you had some some. You know, uh, uh, the. Hey, the Dolphins give the Bills a run for their money this weekend too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They played. Look, they played far better than <laughs> than I thought they would. Than really, I think anybody anybody thought they would. I mean, that was what the biggest line of the weekend uh, with with uh, Buffalo favored by almost two touchdowns, and that was competitive yeah. throughout that game. Yeah, did did Tyreek Hill? He have a big, I didn't get to watch his game. Tyreek Hill have a big game? I felt like he had a drop. Somewhere in there, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I'm trying to remember if if he did. I, I know that the Dolphins a little bit had a, a little bit of a case of of the dropsies in that one. That would have that probably could have could have made that game go in a different direction. But I'm not sure if it was if it was Hill or if it was Waddle or if it was one of the other main playmakers that that had an issue with that. Right, right. Well, where do y'all stand on tonight's game? Do y'all think uh, Tom Brady having home field advantage? Uh, can come up big against the Cowboys who have, have a history of coming up short in the playoffs over the years. I mean, what are y'all thinking? Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I know that you know you've certainly kept tabs on the Bucks a lot more than than I have um, this season. I feel like I, I've watched a decent amount of the the Cowboys. Dak Prescott was my my fantasy QB this season, and oh, then well. and then also typically they're just on in this area, right? Yeah. But the thing is with the Cowboys this year when they've looked good. They've looked darn near unbeatable. And when they've looked bad, like they did in week one against Tampa Bay, like they did last week against Washington, I mean, they have looked really, really bad. Right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give the edge to Tampa because Birdie's playoff experience, in fact, they are playing at home. Uh, you know, he's, Mike Evans is healthy. He's number one receiver. So... I'm gonna go with uh, Tampa in that game, but uh, today is Albert Pujols' 43rd birthday. Oh, I did not realize that. Happy birthday, Albert! Yeah, big Albert, fat Albert, 43 years old, same age as me, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you allegedly you know, or him allegedly? Yeah, well, him allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he. Uh, I told Bud, I said I think he's the second greatest Cardinal of all time behind Stan the Man, of course. Yeah. And then I said, I think he's the greatest first baseman of all time. And Buzz, like, I don't know about that, Lou Gehrig, you know. And don't get me wrong, Lou Gehrig uh, had a hell of a career. You know, won six championships in New York with the Yankees. But the pitching he faced back then, as opposed to the pitching that Pills had to face, up until when he retired, you go to that list of names, I don't think you can really compare them. You know what I mean? And not, you know, uh, 
Lou had a three forty one batting average to Albert's two ninety six. But Albert's got more home runs, more hits, and more RBIs than uh than Lou, you know. And Albert what what is he, about a two or three time gold glove winner also here? Yeah, I think maybe three maybe two uh, let me go back and check. And you know, Albert's a three time NL MVP. He probably could have had one or two more. He probably could have been a five-time MVP winner had it not been for uh, the PED era Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah, he definitely would have won more uh, because he finished, what, second to Bonds three times? Yeah, yeah. and it's been, did. by the way, two, two gold gloves is what Albert won. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, Bud was trying to argue this morning about the pitching back. You know, they didn't have relief pitching back then. You'd have guys going on little to no days of rest. You know, have them turn back around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can really compare the two. Can, do you? The name, the name, the Albert had to face as opposed to the names that that Gary had to face. No, you had guys throwing like ten thousand pitches in a season. Yeah, I mean, imagine <laughs> facing a Randy Johnson or a Roy Halladay or Roger Clemens. You know, I mean, or Greg Maddox. Yeah. Only, only picture I can think of back then, Le- Lefty Grove. I can just imagine, you know, and you can't say Cy Young because Cy Young was already retired by the time that Gary got to the league. But uh, we know Bud's Mr. Old School there, so we knew what to expect from Bud. Hey, look, everybody, everybody across the board typically prefers the athletes from their from their youth or from their generation as opposed to, to newer athletes. That's, that's almost that. across the board. It, it really is. But Tommy John, Tommy John wasn't a career-ending injury, though. Uh, today, like it was back then. You get that, you're, you're basically, you know, for some of us to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, now, you know, there's even guys that have multiple Tommy Johns. Two in a career, and, and they're still able to come back and pitch. It's it's wild how, how pitching has evolved so much and how uh, dealing with pitcher injuries has evolved so much. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, I'm going to go John Moran. He was a big one of the weekend. He made the highlight reel again. So I'm going with John. Okay. Thanks, Zach. See you guys. Nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call. He leaves the phone lines open. John the Grizzlies back in action tonight, by the way, and uh, a big one, a big one coming up uh, against the Suns. Of course, the Grizzlies every year on MLK Day host a a game there in Memphis. Uh, it's always a, a huge deal. Tonight it's at five o'clock and uh, national broadcast on TNT. Which, by the way, we're not going to have it here for you since we're going to have the Cowboys later. The Grizzlies have won ten in a row, and actually their last lost loss. Excuse me was against the Suns, and uh, I take that back. They've won nine in a row. Tonight would be their 10th win in a row if they're able to get that W. But you flash back to right before that win streak started, and they had a couple of clunkers. Actually kind of had, they played the Suns twice in a three-game span. And they went out, and if if I am remembering correctly, that game at Phoenix where they got a 125-100 to victory was the first game that Desmond Bain returned. And they looked like they were firing on all cylinders. And played really well, just annihilated the Suns on their home court. And then they went to Golden State. (laughs) And it was ugly. And the scores in front of me are saying that they lost by 14 to Golden State. But I remember watching that game and feeling like it was more. And they followed that up by a lopsided loss to the Suns in Memphis. Now, since then, everything has been great, but they've also played, for the most part, significantly less challenging competition. Spurs aren't good. Magic aren't good. Hornets aren't good. And those are some of the teams they beat in this 
in this stretch of wins. It's going to get a little bit more challenging. But right now the Grizzlies just uh, on a tear. Hope they can continue that tonight. I think I did see that John may be questionable due to some right hip soreness. But I tell you what, let me pull up the Grizzlies PR report during the break. Let's go ahead and step aside and take one. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Registration for the spring semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. With a lower cost and more support, you'll receive a better overall experience. On-campus, virtual, and blended classes are available for the spring semester. Returning students can register online. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. Call 870-633-4480, extension 252, or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. Choose EACC, a place to grow, to thrive, and to succeed. Register soon. Classes begin Tuesday, January 17th. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Jonesboro Dental Care, offering exceptional dentistry with a personal touch. Dr. Jonathan Cook and Dr. Mark Kingston have been voted best cosmetic dentist of NEA three years running. They are an Invisalign provider as well as implants, crowns, veneers, and restorative dentistry while placing an emphasis on preventative dentistry. Located at 2500 Browns Lane in Jonesboro, 870-340-2529. At Jonesboro Dental Care, exceptional dental care and top-notch service are the cornerstone of our practice. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. 
bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub, and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro or neacartoday.com. Just say yes. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you for very, very short, short amounts of minutes remaining here on the program. Of course, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm not going to get preachy at you, but I hope that whatever quote you post on your social media today from Dr. King does not run counter to the way you live your life the other 364 days of the year. Uh, We've been asking you today, who is the biggest winner of the sports weekend? A lot of answers for Trevor Lawrence. I think we should give it up just a little bit more, probably for for Brock Purdy. And uh, his weekend, and uh, that was really the only, you know, non-competitive game of the weekend. It was the 49ers win over the Seahawks. They just didn't really have any issues. Now, it did start a little bit slower uh, for the Niners. First half was competitive. Second half was not. And I've, I've uh, had to him because I have seen a couple of people starting to refer to him as Mr. Relevant as opposed to Mr. Irrelevant, which, by the, I mean, that can't be a fun nickname to carry around for the rest of your life. And certainly he has played well enough to get rid of that nickname at this point in time. He was a big winner from the weekend. Trevor Lawrence has been a name mentioned over and over again. Maybe not so much Kirk Cousins. Maybe not so much Tyler Huntley. But uh, just a great day yesterday of, of football. Hope tonight is a great night as well. Remember, we're going to have that Cowboys and Bucks game for you here on the ticket pregame coverage starting at about 645. I, I, I continue to maintain that everybody went to the Cardinals caravan. It was actually the biggest winner of the sports weekend. But that question always brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Full inventory. Of every vehicle under the Kavanaugh umbrella for you. Right there at KavanaughCars.com. And then once you find your perfect ride, go ahead and get pre-approved. Figure out what your trade-in is worth. Everything else you need to do in the car buying process is right there for you online. Looking ahead to tomorrow. Uh, pretty sure tomorrow is Tuesday. Typically on Tuesday, we catch up with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So I hope that is still a go tomorrow. It should be. And I'm sure we'll do a little recapping. Recapping some Grizzlies. Recapping some additional NFL action and hopefully uh, continue to get set for a great sports weekend ahead as well. Hey, uh, keep it right here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by the drive with Kate Carlton. Make sure you have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then we're going to return on the workday red zone at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.